You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting live with just a little touch of Southern flavor. I know you love that. From beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so grateful that you've joined me from all over the world. And if you are listening to this recording, I just have one thing to say to you. I want you to believe, think, feel, and say with me, the best is yet to come in my life. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, it is simply a beautiful day here in the ATL. I'm looking out of my window. Uh, it is sunny. It is hot, but I am really grateful. Well, I have a wonderful show for you today. We're going to get right to it. And speaking of shows, I realize that I almost have 590 archive shows that you can binge on. And so all you need to do is go to LOARadioNetwork.com, and there are so many ways that you can listen to me, blog talk, uh, let's see, I, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, you name it. Is it Podbean? So many more. Uh, so many ways that you can listen to. And speaking of uh, the network, uh, Jules just published, you know, the latest Law of Attraction magazine, and Dr. Michael Mosley is on the cover, uh, and there's some great articles in that magazine. It's absolutely free, so while you are on the network, you can, you can just click on the link that says Law of Attraction magazine and really uh, gain some great insight into a lot of stuff that you may be interested in, the law of attraction, manifestation, etc. So check that out. And then let's see, what do I want to say next? My, uh, my guest today is going to be talking about eat better, feel better, live better. Anybody interested? Has anybody out there been eating too much junk food, or too much bread, too many sweets, you name it? <laughs> pizza. She's going to talk about how to stop dieting and stop living. Her name is Ellie Savoy. I cannot wait to hear what she has to say because I need to listen to this. All righty. Drum roll, please. Da-da. Guess what, everybody? My seminar for Saturday, September the 19th is already full. That's right, but never fear. Don't fear, I'm going to be doing the same seminar on Sunday, September the 20th. And you know, I'm not really surprised at this because, you know, I'm teaching on shift and manifest. And people are are coming to some real insight about their lives. They're making decisions that you know, I'm not going to work any place that I don't love what I'm doing, or I'm ready for a real authentic relationship, 
or they might be coming to the realization that, you know, I deserve money. I, I, I'm a child of God, and I just want to know how to tap into those systems. Or you just might be sick and tired of being sick and tired of being frustrated, of talking about what you're going to do, realizing that it's already September. What are you going to do with the remainder of the year? How can you get focused? Well, I'm going to be helping you with that. So for anybody who hears this now uh, and you register at fulfillingyourpurpose.com, I will be training you along with 10 other beautiful souls from all over the universe. It's so great to be around like-minded people. 10 other beautiful manifestors on Sunday, September the 20th from 10 to 12 Eastern Standard Time. So I'm going to be teaching you on how to shift and manifest. You see, a lot of people have been trying to manifesting, but they have not shifted paradigms. You cannot create something new in an old paradigm. And so the reason that I'm limiting it to 10, somebody asked me this the other day, is because I want to be intimate with you. I want to connect with you. I want you to have the opportunity to, to ask me any questions, to receive my sage wisdom so that you can receive answers in real time. So you ask me something, and then I'm going to give you the, the specifics, the insight, and the how-tos for your specific uh, questions, for your specific situation. So if you're feeling stuck, frustrated, you are ready to really live out loud. Uh, and as I said earlier, so many people are saying to me, I'm going to live my life for real. I'm going to live it out loud. So what will I be covering? I'm going to be talking to you about what is a paradigm? How are your paradigms holding you back? How can you begin to shift and change those paradigms that's been controlling your life and take your life back and create a life beyond your wildest dreams. I'm going to be teaching you how to reprogram your subconscious. Your subconscious rules and reigns in your life. It directs and controls 90 to 95% of your decisions, your choices, and your behavior. So, so many of you have been trying to change behavior, but your paradigms and your core beliefs and your subconscious has been holding you back. Anybody ready for change? We're going to talk about how to get crystal clear about your dream, and then I'm going to be giving you not a lot of hype. Because hype doesn't change anything, but giving you proven manifestation success keys, proven methods, techniques, and mindsets for your dreams. And I'm not talking to you about theory here. I'm living this life. Everybody see that this is not theory. This is who I am. And then I'm going to be teaching you how to understand and stay aligned with your dreams and or your goals through affirmation, scripting, gratitude, visualization. And then lastly, how to develop a 30-day plan or a 30-day pathway to your dreams. How to baby step your plan for the next 30 days. Anybody interested?
Uh, if you are, it's $99. You're going to be with like-minded people all over the world. You're worth the investment. Go to fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Once you uh, sign up, my assistant will uh, acknowledge receipt that you that we did receive your payment. She'll send you a quick note about uh, what our next steps are going to be, and you will be receiving uh, your homework. Yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> You're going to be, be receiving homework prior to the seminar so that once we begin, we're going to hit the ground running. I'm so excited about the transformation that's happening in your life. So fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And I think I have time to answer a question from a listener. But before I do, make sure you visit me on my social media platforms. I'll, I'll go to my YouTube channel, subscribe. Twitter, LOA Constance. The same thing for Instagram, LOA Constance. I do a Facebook Live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, just about 20 minutes. Coach with Constance. All right. So on Facebook, my handle is Coach with Constance. All right. I'm going to answer this quick question really quickly. Let me slow down so that you can understand. Received an email from a client says that she's been wanting a new house. She's been wanting a new um, a career and, and wanting a new car. Three wants. So, so I, I'm saying this to her. I sent her a more in-depth um, insight. But I said to her, stop wanting and start having. I want you to think about your own life. Is there anything in your life that you've been wanting and talking about? I want to start a business. I want to lose weight. Well, every time you say want, I looked it up in on the with the thesaurus. It means poverty, famine, hunger, need, lack, absence, or you require something. So every time you say want, you, you're saying poverty, you're saying famine, you're saying hunger. So change your words because if you're wanting something, you're living in the problem. You're engaging with it. You are talking about it. You're immersed in it. And what you're saying is you're looking at and focusing in on the absence of what you don't have. I don't, I want more money. So what you're saying is I don't have the money. So if you keep focusing in on what you want and what you don't have, you're going to get more of that. You, you cannot create something different in an old vibration. Everybody get that. So stop using the word. The fifth dimensional realm is always now. Your subconscious only knows now. Faith is now. And so you have to change your word instead of wanting, start having. How do you do that? Number one to this young lady, decide what you want. You know, what kind of car do you want? What kind of house do you want? Whatever it is, decide what you desire. Everybody see that? I said want, okay? Decide what you desire. I like that word better. You know, the Bible says that when you pray, believe you receive. So let's deal with the believe you receive. A young lady, if you're praying to God about, a, a, you know, a new career, a new car, whatever you desire, believe you receive. How do you do that? So how do you start having what you've prayed for? You start feeling and living from the end. 
as if you already had have it. You catch the mood of what it would feel like, what it would be like, what it would feel like with your new career, with your new home, with your new car, with whatever it is that you desire. What would you be talking about with your friends? What would you be wearing? What would you be doing? So you're not wanting it anymore. You're actually living in the state that you already have it. You're catching the mood of this is mine now in your imagination, in your talking, in your feeling. You're moving away from your five senses, which which are on this third dimensional realm. And you're living from and calling down into your life with your imagination, with your feeling, with your belief, this is already mine. You don't have to know how. You guys have heard my story so many times about my first Mercedes. I did not know how. A couple of houses that I purchased, I did not know how. But I start wanting and start living it. And I would say to this young lady, what can you do to take it off of the vision board and start having it? Test drive the new car. Go go to open um, on Sundays here in the U.S. We have uh, open homes where you could go in and really just take a look at the different homes that they have available. So you're living from it in your imagination, in your feelings, in your emotions, in your words. And as you do that, the spirit will really reveal to you, do this. This is your next step etc. So you're becoming one with the thing that you desire. And that's a quick version of how you stop wanting and start having. If you want a more in-depth version, you can go to my YouTube channel and get that. I hope that that really helped you guys uh, to learn how to stop wanting and start having and being. Practice that in little two to three minute segments. I tell my clients, Take two or three times a day and live from the end. Feel it. Catch the mood. It's already yours, et cetera. All right, everybody. So I want you to stay tuned, and we're going to go to these quick commercials. I'm going to be right back with Ellie Savoy. She's going to talk to us about uh, food. Anybody interested? Stay tuned, everybody. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. 
Well, everybody, I'm back, and uh, I'm really excited about my very special guest today. My very special guest is Ellie Savoy, and she is the number one international best-selling author of Stop Dieting, Start Living, Five Foundations for Your Health to Permanently Lose Weight Without Dieting, Starving, or Suffering in Silence. Anybody interested in that? She believes that you can eat better, feel better, live better. She's a coach, speaker, uh, and a wellness and corporate trainer. And boy, does she have a story to share about her own life, but also five principles that's really going to help you uh, to really define your own eating plan. So, Ellie Savoy, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you so much, Constance. It's great to be here with you. And, Ellie, I just love your accent. I tell you, between your accent and your English accent and my Southern accent, we're going to have some fun today. <laughs> I know we will. I, I tell you, I love your accent too. People often say to me, I love your accent. And I say, I don't have one. You do. <laughs> <laughs> so Ellie, wow, do we really need your expertise doing this COVID-19 time in all of our lives globally? But before we get um, to that great information, share with listeners your journey. Yeah, happy to. Mm -hmm. So um, let's see. I was a yo-yo dieter for over 20 years, a type A personality, high achiever and overachiever, and would only take care of my health and focus on my health when I needed to, meaning that I was exhausted and I couldn't keep going. And that was my pattern as well for over 20 years, actually started in my 20s. Um, Long story short, in 2011, I received my gynecologist called me after my annual GYN exam and wanted me to go back into the office, and that had never happened before. Anyway, um, she told me that I had two uterine fibroids, and I had, she gave me four options. One was a hysterectomy. There were two other surgical choices, uh, or do nothing. And I just uh, felt, uh, you know, for, for, to begin with, I was like, oh, my goodness. I really felt like this is how neglect had shown up for me. And my mother had had a full hysterectomy at age 51, and I was in my mid-40s at this point. And I, I just felt like, you know what, I don't want to have surgery. I'm going to try to heal my body naturally through diet and lifestyle changes. And that was uh, 2011. And I would never have thought in my wildest dreams that my life would have changed to the extent that it has because I was full of excuses, wasn't making myself a priority and all of that. Um, and so it's really been a game changer. And now this is why I'm teaching it and coaching others because, um, you know, the dieting industry is worth billions and that's okay, but it just keeps us stuck usually. So um, that's why my own journey, and I'm glad I had this what I call a wake up call because um, it now allows me to help others because I understand the struggle and now I'm on the other side of it. Yeah, that's so good. You know, it's, it's COVID-19 happening all over the world. And I'm sure you've heard some stories about, oh my goodness, my uh, quarantine weight and I've been breaking uh, baking bread and eating this and eating that. So kind of tell us about 
we know people are looking for kind of quick fixes during uh, COVID-19. So is it true that we can eat better, feel better, and live better? Is that true? Absolutely, yes. And, you know, food is can food is certainly can be our medicine or it can be you know to our detriment and uh you know i always say that food equals mood so mm. if we're eating stuff that's sort of mind numbing and uh full of junk we're not going to feel great and a bit like exercise you know it releases those positive endorphins so if we really focus on um eating better we're going to feel better and so, you know, a lot of people have been stuck in the house or working from home, uh, you know, have maybe lost their jobs, been furloughed, small business shut down. And so it almost seems natural to go to comfort food, sweets, breads and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's been a horrible time for so many people. Um, and, and I feel really feel for those that are really going through, uh, you know, dreadful times right now. Um, yes, I've heard of, they call it the quarantine 15 or the COVID-19. You know, oh, I extra, hadn't heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah, this extra weight. Um, honestly, if I didn't have the foundation that I do now, I know I would have gained 15 pounds or, or more. Um, but because of the path that I've been on for several years now, um, the foundation is there. So I didn't, I didn't feel like I, I would, I wasn't going to the fridge, you know, every hour or something. It's like things kind of remained the same in my own sort of self care and the way that I, um, the way that I eat, I really didn't, um, I didn't deviate. And I know that might sound uh, hard to believe or annoying, but it's true. And so, you know, again, in part, that's what I teach is to, when you have that foundation, um, even even during dreadful times, like, you know, if, if through not even just COVID, but if with somebody passing, um, mm -hmm. anything major that can unhinge us, you know, once we have a solid foundation, it, it's really um, very, help, very helpful indeed. Yeah, I, I know I would have definitely gained weight if I hadn't. <laughs> So yeah. you have five P's that you share in your book and that you coach others on and that you have used personally in your own life. So we want to hear about those. What are they? Yeah. Well, when I wrote my book back in 2015, because I wanted to share this message um, and get it out you know, to more people, I had to think about what what, how did I get onto this path? And so the book is based on my philosophy. Uh, you won't find recipes in there, but people that have read it are like, oh my God, like it, it was like you were talking to me. So the first thing that happened was I made myself a priority. Mm. So I, and that's really what I refer to as the foundation because, um, you know, I would always put other people or, uh, put my hand up for everything. Um, I'm a big giver. And so like many people like to help out and do for others. I but it was I would do that at the detriment of my own health and well being very often. So when I had this wake up call, um, and I, I went on a homeopathic path to heal my body, which involved changing my food and everything. I realized that I actually enjoyed slowing down 
I enjoyed focusing on myself and getting my body into a healthier place. And so that priorities piece, it's not about sort of like shunning your responsibilities or becoming selfish. We think that, oh, it's selfish to put ourselves first. It's like on the plane, they tell us to put our own oxygen mask on first. So um, it is all these are mindset shifts, actually. So that that priorities is um, is really the, the first place. That's that's how I how I started. So that means I love you said it's mindset change because that means it's inside out. Yes, it's an inside job. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. And so that if if you make yourself a priority, and I'm talking to a lot of moms out there, you know, maybe single moms and even guys, you know, that means that you have to say no to some things that you've been saying yes to possibly. Yes. Yeah, and having that awareness of where we spend our time, um, you know, where where are the boundaries? Oftentimes, it's just as simple as sort of saying, well, I'm drawing a line in the sand. You know, it's like, actually, when I first started on this path, I, I came up with three non-negotiables that were kind of like um, kept me going. And I don't really need them now, but maybe I'll share them in, okay. in case they're helpful for the listeners. So I would say no to something or somebody if it meant that I couldn't go and get get my groceries, I couldn't cook my food, or I couldn't exercise. Mm. I wasn't prepared to give those up. That Those were my non-negotiables. So if something was going to take too much of my time, um, I actually, and, and saying no is so hard for us, you know, because we're often not used to saying it. And, and it really is just a two-letter word and, and, a, and a full sentence. And it takes practice, you know, to get used to it. But honestly, it's very empowering when we feel like we're in the driver's seat of our own life and doing things that are supporting our health instead of depleting it. Interesting. So do, I heard you say exercise, go to the grocery store and cook your own food. Do you cook your own food or do you eat out at all? I used to eat out uh, for at least, well, I would say on average four nights a week, my husband and I, before we got onto this path. And um, I would say I cook at least 95% of our food. So again, when COVID hit, I was already doing that. So it wasn't like I was in a spin because I was used to eating out so much like I did years ago. So as I said earlier, I just continue to do what I do because it's just so ingrained in me now. It's like getting dressed and brushing my teeth. You know, I just, we automatically do that. So um, yes, I, I never used to enjoy cooking as much as I do now. Again, once we do something more and more, it becomes a habit. Um, yeah, yeah. That's great. So your second P is pretend. What it does that is. mean? Well, like Susie Orman says, the financial guru, uh, when she's referring to debt, you have to face it to erase it. So I, when I turned 35, I'm like, with regards to my excess weight, because at my heaviest, I was 30 pounds heavier than I am now. I, I would say, oh, it's my metabolism. Oh, and then, yeah. I, then when I turned 40, I said, oh, it's my hormones. And I know many listeners can probably relate to this. Um, and so, 
you know, I was drinking wine regularly most nights, um, telling myself, well, I've had a busy day, you know, it's my way to decompress. Um, and that's very fattening. And, um, oh, I only had, you know, three cookies when I probably ate, you know, 12. Mm -hmm. And so if we keep pretending to ourselves that our reality is different than it is, um, it's never going to change. So it's like that. It's sort of like being in denial in a way. Like we don't, we, we don't, well, for me, I, I, I didn't like the way I looked. You know, I loved the winter months because I could layer up and hide my excess weight a bit better than in the summer months. Um, but once I, once I had this shift and I started to look at how I could um, share my message and share my journey, as I said, with these five Ps, um, that they're all very powerful and each one has its place by itself, but yet they, they're all interwoven as well, really. But what that was like such a big shift for me to like, um, interesting now that we are wearing masks to say, stay safe, right? Um, when we go about our day, but it's almost like um, before COVID wearing masks, you know, pretending, hiding behind the mask um, could be like, well, you're, you know, you're showing the world that you're happy, but when you're by yourself, you're not that kind of thing. So um, just being honest with ourselves and gentle, non-judgmental with ourselves um, is, is very important because we're, it's so easy for us to beat ourselves up, isn't it? And talk to ourselves. I love that you that we're honest out of denial and gentle. I guess about three years ago, I've been a walker runner for like 25 years, Ellie. And wow. I was walking up this hill and I'm like, what is that, all of that behind me? And it was my behind that had gotten bigger, you know, <laughs> as I was, and I'm like, oh my God. So for me, that was like an aha moment of that's, you know, where did all of that come from? Come on, girlfriend, get out of denial. And, you know, that wasn't like that before walking up this hill. Mm. And so I had to really change and take a look at it really lovingly because a lot of times we judge ourselves oh why did you eat all those sweets all of those cookies but I love it that you're going inside out because that's transformational change yes exactly and this is as you know Constance uh, with your work when it really is an inside job and when we look at it from the, from the inside out mm -hmm. um, that's that's where the lasting changes come because, you know, I've been on so many diets over the years, repeated them, counted points, calories, carbs, everything, you name it. And it, it never sets us free or it never set me free. And I know it doesn't set a lot of other people free. So, you know, keep repeating the same pattern in hopes that it's going to change the status quo. Um, you know, it is it's not the answer really because um it's not we're not doing the inner work we're not looking at, at what is really underneath all this stuff and these habits and patterns and why we're taking shortcuts and why we're shortchanging ourselves really at the end of the day so um and it's great because once we once we find that place within ourselves where we can be gentle and we can honor ourselves. And sometimes it's like for the first time, you know, I, I talk about it in the sense that 
it's like becoming best friends with yourself. Mm. You know, like really Good. being you'd be nice to a friend, but yet we're not always nice to ourselves. <laughs> so true. So, you know, your third P is perception. So how did you shift your perception and how can listeners begin to do the same? Yeah. Um, well, it, the old Ellie, as I refer to myself, <laughs> uh, would often tell myself I didn't have time to cook. I couldn't be bothered to cook. Um, I didn't want to be bothered with the cleanup. It's quicker to go out, easier to go out. And things like um, exercise, I used to exercise for weight loss instead of exercising for my health. And that was a major shift right there. So even through COVID, um, my, lots of gyms, including my gym, went virtual. And so we had a five, we've had a private Facebook group page and I could join the class live when the instructor was live or do the replay. So I even stayed consistent with my exercise because it was available to me. But if I was still stuck in dieting and, um, you know, grabbing that comfort food, as I said, I know I would have put on a lot of weight, um, but it just, because I had shifted my perception about these things, it really has been very helpful and so um, for any of the listeners that are struggling in this area, um, I really, you know, very much encouraging that, again, all of these five Ps are mindset shifts. And when we shift our focus to um, loving ourselves, taking care of ourselves, uh, wanting the best for ourselves, and that we're told after a certain age, oh my God, it's all downhill after 50. Or, you know, menopause is just like, you know, a, a horrid time in our lives, all this kind of thing. But if we're taking care of ourselves and nourishing ourselves and um, doing that inner work that we've been talking about, being mindful, um, that, that really helps us to connect on a deeper level with ourselves and then start to shift um, shift our perception and then w if we're not focused on weight loss and we're focused on health because actually when I when I started to focus on my health the weight came off as a natural like side effect right mm -hmm. I wasn't even trying to lose weight but because I changed what I was doing and I've never been deprived I don't feel deprived I'm not a vegetarian or anything like that um, my focus is on the quality of the food not so much what it is so um, I just believe, you know, that food, can, as I said earlier, can be medicine and that we're really worthy of feeling and looking how we want to. Um, and, and, you know, when we drive to, a, to go out to eat, um, I mean, obviously things are a bit different during these times, but by the time you drive there, wait for it to be cooked, um, put in front of you and then driving home really doesn't save a lot of time by going out. Um, but now when we do go out, it's, it's more of a, it's, it's more enjoyable because we're not just doing it because I can't be bothered to cook something. And it's just like, you know, um, a means to an end. I love that. And I love the shift of loving and caring for ourselves 
versus I want to hurry up and lose 20 pounds. But because you love yourself, because you're worthy, because you care for yourself, you want to eat really healthy. A story just um, dropped down into my spirit. I guess guess maybe 10 years ago, I was traveling a lot, Ellie, and on the road and, and probably was making excuses. And the spirit, I felt like, uh, uh, I drive a car where I have to use premium gas. And and I mean, I use premium gas. I never use regular. I mean, I won't even think about it. And I was p- filling my car up one day and I just felt this download. Why would you care more for your car than you do that than you do your body right now because right now you are putting food into your body that's not premium if you get me and that that was a big wake-up call for me because I was loving putting premium in my car but in my body the excuse was I was on the road and kind of like you I, I had a big shift and said even on the road girlfriend, you can still make good choices. Love it. Yes. Um, Thank you for sharing that. Actually, I, I also come to that conclusion and mention that in my book that we wouldn't put diesel in an unleaded gas tank because Mm. the car wouldn't run properly. And so just like your explanation, our bodies are the same. If we don't put the right fuel in, we're not going to get good mileage (laughs) or, um, or, you know, the journey could be interrupted. So, yeah, that's a really good, uh, a really good one. You mentioned exercise. So, so, you know, when you were going through this process, I would say this transformational change, you just begin to incorporate exercise in as a way of loving your body versus trying to lose weight. Yes, exactly. It's, it is another big shift because, um, I am in my mid-50s now, and I feel healthier and stronger than I did in my 30s. In fact, when I lost the weight, the 30 pounds, um, when I'm at the gym in normal circumstances, I would, um, well, I, I would carry either two 10 pound dumbbells, you know, around the building and up and down stairs. When I've even done it, with 15 pounders for a tooth to be on my body and I could tell the difference walking around carrying those dumbbells like that and um, instead of but it used to be on my body but when it's on the body we don't always necessarily notice it so much Um, but once we take it off and then pick up some weights you can really tell the difference yeah, that's really good. Wow, this is great information uh, for people. And I love inside-out transformation because it's permanent versus, okay, I'm just going to start whatever weight release yeah. plan. Oh, yeah, I used to be every, like, was like, I'll start Monday. I'll start next month. I'll start on the first of the year. I mean, we've all, we've all done it. And there's no, no judgment or no shame in it. It's... um. You know, when we keep putting something off into the future, it's like people that I speak with sometimes who want to get onto a healthy path. And then they, they feel like every, all their ducks have to be lined up before they start. It's like, well, I, you know, I can't start until next month because I'm doing X, Y, Z or something. And 
I never like judge that or push anybody to do something they don't want to do. But the reality is that once we've once that time has come and gone, there will be something else. Right. So there's always going to be something that could delay us. So really, the time is now, um, because if we keep putting it off, um, you know, it's, we're just going to be longer, take longer before we jump in. And when I was heavier, gosh, I, I, I exercise was harder. It you is. Know, it was harder. Wow. Okay. Your next P is plan, right? Yes. Okay. I, I, I was jokingly uh, kidding Ellie because she's a planner, you guys. <laughs> and uh, I said, I got to be on top of my game today because Miss Ellie, she got it going on. So talk about planning and how did you incorporate that in your life and what would that look like for listeners? Yeah. Well, as you say, yes, I am a planner and I'm very organized and would do that for other aspects of my life. But when it came to food and taking care of myself. It wasn't in play so much. So if we don't have a plan of what we're going to be eating today, tomorrow, or for the week, the chances are we will do what's convenient, which isn't always the best choice for us. And so, you know, like a young mother, for example, I mean, not a young mother, a mother with a young child, a baby, mm -hmm. toddler, will have the diaper bag, and have everything prepared for the child when they go out of the house, um, maybe gone for a couple of hours, but oftentimes the mother doesn't have her drink of water or, or something if she gets hungry. And so um, it, it's just sort of what I've noticed and, and what people have told me that um, they just don't think about it. And I never used to either. So when we have, um, having a plan I've discovered is, is really about having a system. So a couple of simple things um, that I just do naturally now. And again, anybody could, could do this and maybe some of the listeners are already is that when you run out of something, I keep um, a piece of paper in the kitchen and I just jot it down. And, uh, and then I know that I don't have to think about that when I go and get my groceries and I'm putting my list together because I do it when I run out of it or I'm getting low on it. And then I do have a grocery list every week. Like the old Ellie would um, often not have a list, would fly around a supermarket. Literally, if I had wings, I would have taken off <laughs> because I wanted to get in and out so quickly because I was mm -hmm. too busy to be there. Um, and one of the things with my, with the way I'm doing things now and the way I teach is about simplicity. Because when we keep things simple, it's, it's more manageable. We're more likely to do it. And um, I don't even have a pantry in my kitchen. And I, I know that lots of people do. And I'm from England, so we didn't, we didn't have like loads of space. Um, and, and so... We often think that we need to make our homes like mini warehouses and have lots of things. But as I've simplified things over the years, I tend to buy lots of the same things. Um, like I use lots of lemons, for example. Um, um, most of, I buy lots of produce. So I have my system of 
jotting down when I run out of something or get low. I have my list. I have my bags in the car. I pack things a certain way so when I bring it into the house, it's easy to put it away. So I'm not saying that my way is the right way for everybody, but for, for us to find what works for us. Because if we're in a muddle um, and we're overwhelmed, it's not so easy to get in, in get something going, get, get into action. Um, and if we don't have a list even, we're likely to buy things that we don't really need. Oh, true. So, so Ellie, do you, obviously, you plan going to the grocery store, do you plan your meals every day, like for today? Do you know everything that you're going to cook and eat today? Great question, Constance. I, yeah, in, in short, yes. Um, but what I do is I tend to what I call batch cook. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't make sandwiches at home. I haven't bought cold cuts for years. I, I don't do anything like that anymore. So the way I do it here is I will cook, just as an example, like I, I'll cook some chicken thighs and I will bake some uh, salmon. And I always have quinoa uh, cooked because I have that for my breakfast with some nuts and seeds. And that's a complete protein, the quinoa is. And it fills me up. When I used to have carbs for breakfast, uh, it used to make me feel weird. And then I was hungry an hour later. So um, I have that for breakfast. And then, so, so I'll soak, the quinoa has to be soaked. So I soak it, then I rinse it, then I cook it. And... So I always have options in the fridge. Another thing I do when I'm making salad is I have these small glass plates and I will wash up the lettuce and uh, whatever else I'm using. And I plate it up on on these small plates, put some cling film on, and then I pop them in the fridge. So it's like, it's always meals to go, right? It's Mm. like there's always options so we don't get bored. Now, I've worked with some people that are very opposed to leftovers, and that's often because they had them in childhood and they didn't like it. So, But when we have variety, like we never get bored of what we're eating. Um, I'll steam vegetables. I will, like, I'll um, have some soups on hand. So I'm, I'm not often starting from scratch in the evening. I've prepared ahead. You see what I mean? It's like, I see what you mean. Yeah, because I, another thing I've learned, it's like integration, not separation. So if we're always waiting until we have the time, chances are we're not going to have the time. Because if we think it's going to take half a day to do all of this, um, maybe we won't do it. But if we say, well, you know, we can get a lot done in an hour, and start having some meals on hand, even some snacky kind of things, um, then, um, you know, that, that's what I found to be a good way to plan and manage my time and be efficient. I'm a big uh, efficiency person. And so if I've got my Vitamix out, let's say, to make a smoothie, then why I'll make a soup at the same time. So it's like I'm not washing it once and putting it away and bringing it back out. Um, 
I've got, I've learned, uh, gathered over the years, what I call my healthy fast foods. I, there's so many things I make that take like five, 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. um, really nutritious, delicious, and, uh, just, just healthy and on the go. We, we actually were away recently for a few days and, um, we take a lot of our food with us now when we travel so that we don't have to eat out breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, because we want to know what we're eating. And yes, it's work, but uh, it's worth it. And, you know, things like now in the summer, a raw cream, um, raw cream of cucumber soup takes about 10 minutes to make, and the cream is from avocado. Absolutely delicious. So, um, yeah, having the plan. It's not like you have to go all out, right? But when we're when we're planning a trip or um, a project at home, we have the details planned out. We don't just like wake up one day and say, "Oh, I'm just going to paint this room," or "I'm just going to like refurbish the kitchen" or something, right? We always have a plan. So that's what I've come to realize. It just can translate into this area of our lives as well for taking care of ourselves and giving ourselves you know, that loving care. So do you have, you know, a lot of people say cheat days. I heard you say you eat whatever you want to. What about people? Can they eat whatever they want to? Do they need to eat in moderation? Do they need to eat on smaller plates? What's your take on that? Yeah, I love that question. I used to have cheat days many years ago. Again, it's what we're taught, right? It's like you either deprive yourself or you have a cheat day or you're counting something. Um, and it's, it's all so mechanical, in my opinion. It mm-hmm. just, um, it takes too much energy, too much thought. So things like falling off the wagon and cheat days are, or I've been good or I've been bad, it just no longer in my life, not part of my vocabulary. And so if I, I, I still eat chocolate, I still like sweet things, I, I still like a glass of red wine, but I, but I look at the ingredients. That's one of my biggest things is, it's not about depriving ourselves. It's to me, like when we, when we travel, when we can go back to traveling, if, if we want to, we can, if we want to, we can upgrade our seat on the plane. If we, um, or we upgrade our computer systems on our phones, I think of this like upgrades, you know, um, upgrading what we're eating, like you said about the fuel in your car. Mm-hmm. We, if I want to have a cookie, I'm going to have one. But, um, and, and I don't, it's not like trying to be perfect or doing everything 100%. But so when I want something, and I don't, if I don't know what's in it, somebody made it, I'm not going to make a fuss. It's like, I'm going to eat it because most of what I do is, uh, is focused on the quality um, ingredients, etc. So that would be like one of one of my um, suggestions for the listeners is if you're not if you know, really get comfortable with looking at labels and not just looking at the front of the packet where it says, you know, lowers cholesterol or high in antioxidants and all this kind of thing. That's all what I call the fashion of food. You've got to really look at the label, not just the nutritional label, but the actual ingredients. And it's a real eye opener for people. I actually help do, uh, I do pantry makeovers. I do them virtually. So um, really help people to get to understand how they can 
uh, get these upgrades and um, make it simple because the less products we have or, or that we know which ones to get, um, once we've got that foundation in place, everything just becomes easier from there. That's so good. And your last P is passion. Yeah. Why is that important? So, so, so you became passionate about your health, not weight loss. Absolutely, yes. Yes, this is what keeps me going. It's, it's the passion. Um, so much to say about passion, but um, it really, it does start with making ourselves a priority. And then once we've got that foundational piece in and we grow from there, we see the changes, we see the results without the effort that we've been used to putting in because we had to monitor things and we had to count things and all of that. And then, you know, we get results and then we're back to our old ways. And it's after decades of it, it's just monotonous. So once we start to see like, oh my gosh, I can lose weight without effort just by eating better quality foods. I, I'm not, you know, oh, I don't feel deprived. I didn't know I could eat that, you know. And then you, you just feel so, so like yummy about yourself. You know, it, it's like you really like doing it for yourself. It just becomes natural. Like you would do nice things for a family member or a friend instead, but you're doing it for yourself as well. And at this point in my life, and my husband is on the path with me too, not because, you know, I've made him do it, <laughs> but because he, he loves it because he used to have health issues and everything got cleaned up when we cleaned up our diet. He used to have gout for years and hasn't had it since we've been on this path. And, um, and we're not on any medications. We don't have issues. And, you know, it's, we don't, neither one of us have great genes so it's, it's not that, it's, it's how proactive we are. And we do it because we love to do it, not because we have to do it. Um, and that's a big difference as well. You know, when we, when we I think, um, I'm trying to think of the quote that's in my book, it's by Julia Child. It's something like, find something you're passionate about and keep doing it. I love that. Yeah, it's so fitting with my passion pee. Um, because when, when we love to take care of ourselves and we love, um, feeling good and, you know, having your annual physical and being excited to see your blood work results to me, I don't call me crazy, but it's like, I, I just feel like I want to get an A, a great A <laughs> for my blood work, you know, because those are the true numbers. Those are the yeah. real numbers to focus on. Um, you know, they really tell the story, not just the, the, the number on the scale, and so, yeah, it, and people say to me, oh, Ellie, you're so disciplined and things like that. You're so committed, but really it's, it's, it's maybe I'm committed, but there's, there's no discipline involved in, in what I'm doing. It's, um, I, I just, after all this time and, and not getting derailed even through COVID, um, and I'm not bragging, but just to say, gosh, it's, uh, it's 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 a very solid it's the way i'm living it's just um it's just how it is now and it, it it's not just for me or those that i've i've helped so far it's anybody could could have this if they want to and it's interesting you say that you're not disciplined 
but it sounds like because of the repeated results that you're getting in the way you feel, in living life vibrantly, in the way you look, and, and all of, you know, just feeling great, looking great, sleeping well, great doctor's report, that motivates you to stay passionate about what you're doing. Exactly. That's it. It's good feedback. You know, it's like, if, if you like what you're doing, and you are seeing great results as a result of it, um, of, you know, yeah, it's like that fire in your belly, you know, it's like it's, it's ignited. And uh, if so, we, we do, we'll do those things that we're passionate about. So let's say somebody um, loves golf, they'll always make the time to have a, have a play around a golf because it's what they love to do. And, um, you know, f- from my perspective with being on this path, um, healthy path and lifestyle and helping others, it's, it's like, I love sh- sharing that this, you can become passionate about this too. I, I love it. I, I love your five P's. When I was preparing for the interview, I'm like, yes, and really permanent should be one of those keys because because in the end you get permanent results over time. Yeah. So, so Ellie, tell people about how can they get your book, what about your coaching, what about your speaking, your website information, et cetera. Sure. Yeah. Well, my website is my name, elliesavoy.com. And if somebody wants to get a free copy of my book, the entire book, they can go to elliesavoy.com forward slash free book. And uh, just on my website under services, um, there's lots of things there. People can read um, more about my story if they want to. And certainly reach out to me if they would like to um, learn more and are ready to really uh, take the ball by the horns and improve the quality of their life um, mentally, physically, and emotionally. I love it. So what you got coming up next, Ellie? Do you have a project? Are you working on something different? What's coming up? Well, um, nothing specifically at the moment because of the times that we're in. Um, I always welcome uh, the opportunity to speak, whether it's um, virtual like we're doing or in front of a live audience. Um, I just continue to work with my uh, with my clients and love to help them create these permanent results. Um, so yeah, I'm busy, um, busy and balanced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that B and B. Somebody said, "Oh, I know you're busy." I said, "No, I'm not busy. I'm fruitful and productive." Oh, I love that. Uh huh. I'm not busy. Uh, I don't even like the vibration of that, but I'm going to strongly encourage everybody. You guys can hear Ellie. She knows what she's talking about. She's living the life. She's very calm and cool. And I can tell she's excited about life. And and the same can happen to you. God is no respecter of persons, but there are universal laws inside out laws that she shared so eloquently that you could tap into that can change your life because you know everybody's saying now your health is your wealth and that's nothing but the truth absolutely yes and and oftentimes we we don't always realize that until we don't have it so true 
Ellie, thank you so much for coming and sharing this powerful information. And I'm encouraging all of you to reach out to her, you know, to coach with her, to, to read her book. And, and I know some of you have been searching, and I believe that this is the an answer uh, to some of your prayers. So, so check out her website. And everybody, uh, remember to visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And as I say every week, you may not know it or even feel it, but you are surrounded by a loving, giving, supporting spirit who you're co-creating with. And remember this, something good is going to happen to you and through you for others this week. So have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.